Hey everybody, welcome back to the Half Hour of Power. I am Joe. Jesse is here. Hello. Hey, how's it going, Jesse? It's going great. Uh, I had a great night watching uh, our old TV show movie host from when you were a kid, Sammy Terry. Was that today? That was today. That was like a couple of hours ago. We did that today? <laughs> that time flies by for you. Yes, it does. Well, uh, the one the movie we're going to talk about today is a movie that might have aired on Sammy Terry at some point or uh, any other number of horror hosts across the country. Mm-hmm. We are going to talk about Monster Dog. This is another Claudio Fragasso movie. Yes, it is. Which he uh, started going to. <laughs> yeah, which is you know just. One night, sifting through the movies. What are we going to watch tonight? Oh, that looks interesting. Click mm-hmm. click on it. Claudio Fragasso directed it. All right. We're going to watch that. Yeah. Oh, Alice Cooper's in it. Okay. <laughs> it's a werewolf movie. Oh, all right. <laughs> so, uh, there I mean, you are watching <laughs> another Claudio Fragasso movie. To be fair, his uh, movie posters for his movies are usually quite excellent. <laughs> yes, that is that is very nice when you're uh, sifting through those. Uh, a lot of times it's mm-hmm. the poster. Yeah, for me, it's like, oh, the poster looks interesting. It looks right around the time frame of a you know, movie I want to see. Click on it. Look at it. Oh, okay. Mid-80s. Okay. That's kind of what I'm looking for. Yeah. What I'm in the mood for right now. Um, I mean, it's like um, in the day when uh, <laughs> we were uh, young, um, <laughs> when we would mm-hmm. go through video stores, I remember a number of times we would rent movies just because it says banned in 20 countries. Okay, yeah. we're renting that. Um, or the you know, the, co- the box art, the cover art was interesting. Um, uh, of course, yeah. all the Descriptions were always uh, fantastical and never really <laughs> what the movie was about, but always just to grab you in. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I mean, I guess that's kind of uh, some people never get to experience that, but they can experience it on the uh, streaming services to kind of sift through movies. It's kind of a uh, it's not not a bad deal, really. No, I mean uh, the 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 movie, horror movies of when we were young and. You know, they didn't have much advertising, so the box was all the advertising they could do at the at the video stores. I mean, they're not going to compete with the major uh, uh, companies again, like you know Warner Brothers and all them. So they had to do what they had to, and uh, the Italian posters are always really good. Uh, this one is a, a nice poster. It has uh, the dog and Alice Cooper on it. Yeah. You know which one I'm talking about. Uh, which one? But I also remember that when it came out in VHS, it was like in one of those big, huge boxes <laughs> that they yeah. used to do. There were, um, you know, the slip covers, and there were the big poofy boxes, and then there were big, uh, mm-hmm. uh, big, uh, what do you call it, clamshell case boxes. Clamshell, yeah. Uh, but yeah, so uh, it was just kind of a. I know uh, we've done a, two or three Claudio Fergasso movies now, and it's not really something we said, you know what, we're just going to do Claudio Fergasso movies. 
it's yeah. just kind of a happy accident, I guess. Just kind of a, all right, that's Claudio Vergasso. I think it also helps for uh, for us is that not a lot of people have heard of Claudio Pergasso, so you know we might be actually creating fans for the uh, for that that gentleman. <laughs> yeah, ex- exactly. Uh, I think we uh, discussed with uh, Mark on uh, the Night Killer show. That's Claudio Pergasso that uh, most people would know of Claudio Pergasso from Troll Two, right? Yeah, and, uh, yeah, that would be kind of sad if they never tried any of a, other of his movies because mm-hmm. Troll yeah. Two is watchable, but it is not a good movie. I mean, I'm, no, it is not. I you would say it. you can watch it. You can get you know you can get your friends together, watch it, and you can have a good time watching it. But I mean, if you're probably just in the mood to watch something, you're probably not going to pick Troll Two. I don't. No, no. <laughs> Uh, I, I will say this: uh, out of all the Claudio Pergasso movies we watched, I literally think that this one is the best one that we've watched. Oh, you think so? You um, well, I, I mean, for one, the uh, I mean, it's still God bless the. Uh, I I don't know if it's the filmmaker's fault or because most of these films, the producers who produce them uh, go in and they do their own edits. Uh, without the director's knowledge, and then the director says, well, that's not what I intended. There's usually, like, even in the best of them, there's logic gaps uh, where it's like, okay, where did this come in, and how do these two things connect? They don't connect. What What's going on? And um, sometimes it works, and sometimes uh, it's just, like, mind-baffling. Mostly with audio, most of them are mind-baffling. <laughs> so most of them are. Um, since we're on this subject right now, let's just mm-hmm. jump to this right now. Because we've had this discussion quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, but th- it what you just described happened with this movie also. So uh, according to the trivia section in IBB, uh, Claudio <laughs> worked on a director's cut in Spain. He returned to his home in Italy. He was pleased with the results. The mm-hmm. producer then take, took the movie to the U.S., recut it, and cut out 20 minutes of footage. Scenes were restructured, dialogue was altered, and it concludes with a bizarre music video montage. And yes, that was really bizarre. We were watching like, all right, thanks for this. Um, yeah. And unbeknownst to uh, Claudio, he, he didn't know that that happened. And then when he finally saw the final release... He was not pleased. He was heartbroken because he was really pleased with what he got. So, I mean, here again, mm-hmm. we can actually see what his actual vision was and what he turned in as his director's cut. Yeah. Did the for other people about this movie change, or is he just – I mean, you know what I mean? I mean, it's mm-hmm. – Yeah. Because somewhere, somewhere in this movie – I like the movie. The movie's lighting is awesome. Yeah. Uh, it's really, really well. I think the cinematography is really good. The setting mm-hmm. is really good. It's a really good atmosphere. But it just kind of, every time I read that, it makes me wonder, would I like the movie even more if I could see exactly what he wanted? Or in the you know, Claudio's case, is it worse? Did did what the producer do make it better mm-hmm. or worse? I mean, they cut 20 minutes, so was he just trying to cut it for time? And then when he cut out footage, he goes, oh, crap, this doesn't work and that doesn't work. Well, let me nip here, tuck there, move this here. Yeah. I mean, 
It's so hard to tell. I mean, I, like I said, I think the movie is a good uh, a good movie. I think it's Claudio's best. Uh, that ending montage scene, I thought that was going to be a big credit sequence at the end where they showed everybody's name and everything like that. Uh, I did too. And then when it just turned into just kind of being nothing, uh, I was a little bit that was a little bit perplexing for me. But it didn't really take me out of the movie because uh, again, it, it's at the very end, and it just seems yes. like almost yeah. like a recap. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. So uh, recap. So why don't you uh, recap what the plot is since we jumped a- ahead of that? <laughs> well, this is this is one of the weirder ones. Uh, so Alice Cooper uh, plays a rock star named uh, Vincent Raven. Is that correct? I believe so. Vince, uh, Vincent Raven, yes. Yeah, uh, and he is returning to his hometown, which he has not been t- to in a very long time because when he was last there, uh, his father was lynched and murdered. Uh, <laughs> yes. Which, which is so a good I, I don't know that I'd want to go back to my hometown for quite a while if the <laughs> last thing that happened when I was there was my father was lynched. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and he... This town is being is plagued with dogs that are just running around and they randomly kill people. Uh, and it doesn't seem like this happens all the time, but it's a it's such a regular occurrence that they talk about it like it's a regular occurrence, uh, which is yes, very. Do, yeah. uh, and they're going to sh- shoot Vincent's video, uh, the completion of his video at his old, uh, well, I want to say father's mansion because it's a mansion, right? Yeah, was that their old mansion? Uh, that that yeah, how- was because it was. I I see it right here. It actually was his childhood home. That is a big hut. That is a big big one. And you know what? Good on him. <laughs> but um, yeah, when they get there, the dogs don't see much of a problem. But uh, at that point, but they start having night. Uh, this one girl keeps having psychic premonitions that Vincent's going to kill them all. Yeah. And that's the plot. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, it's uh, got an interesting uh, plot. Nice mm-hmm. uh, nice uh, setup. Now, for this movie, uh, Claudio asked Alice Cooper to write two songs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So he them. wrote them in a short amount of time. Yeah. I believe it was 15 days. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, both of them are in the movie and according to the trivia there it was a uh, he used a temp recording track so I mean temp music mm-hmm. so uh, I kind of am curious to what the final recording like. I mean it's in the box set The Life and Crimes of Alice Cooper which wasn't released until 1999 so mm-hmm. <laughs> I he went in and did anything else to that, or if he uh, just left it, because that's what Claudio put in the movie. I'm what, sure what do you he. Think? I'm sure he wasn't paid a large amount of money to do that soundtrack. Uh, knowing how he, uh, the Italian producers usually work, they usually don't try to dole out that much money for anything. Uh, yeah. I think the songs are fine. I like the uh, opening song, uh, "Identity Crisis," uh, which yeah. plays multiple. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I think they were fine too for the movie. I think they were fine. Mm-hmm. I mean, they fit fit the uh, 
the actual plot line of the movie, I think they actually, you know, kind of speak to the movie itself. I mean, they're not Oscar yeah. winners by God or anything like that, but yeah, but they're fine songs. Oh, yeah. But what's odder about Alice in that movie, and uh, I, I guess this is a good time, time as any to bring it up, <laughs> is that uh, Alice doesn't actually speak in the movie. His voice is dubbed over through the entire movie. Yeah, that's it's it's weird. Um, uh, did you find any reason why they did that? Because I did not. I mean, I have my speculations here and there. Uh, one of the major ones is that uh, they, like most of these uh, movies that have come came out, they might have had poor recording quality when they were shooting, and they asked Alice to come back and re- redub his role, and Alice probably said no. <laughs> he probably wanted more money to come back or something, maybe, or he just was tired yeah, of that. Cause- yeah, at, at this time in his career, um, he was trying to get uh, get his career back and get his life back. He was trying to get sober. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, maybe he was just done. Yeah. Because it says it says that he uh, he agreed to do the movie with the understanding that it would not re- be released outside of the Philippines. <laughs> <laughs> well, that 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 that's a mistake. I, I, I you can't release. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> release movies in Philippines yeah. and expect big money. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I my also my other speculation was it wasn't about money. I know you you found some stuff, uh, but uh, about this movie, but Claudio sounds kind of like a jerk, and that uh, he uh, is a little bit crazy on his sets. Oh yeah, because there's uh there there is that bit about something he had done on this set. So it's a, it's when the dogs are chasing the girls up the staircase. It was supposed to be shot in a single take, so they got the dogs kind of riled up, not in a bad way. They were hungry, so <laughs> they were going to run up the stairs to get the food. So I mean, they weren't they weren't hitting the dogs and making them chase the girls. It wasn't abusive, yeah, in that way. Yeah. Uh, so uh, the. Uh, and it was an on-set still photographer that messed up this take. So, yeah, I guess that still photographer is lucky to – he was not killed. The still <laughs> photographer yelled stop in the middle of the take because he ran out of film and he wanted to keep sh- doing still shots. So mm-hmm. Claudio grabbed one of the loaded shotguns and uh, chased the photographer around the set, shooting it into the air. And uh, hurling obscenities at him. <laughs> yeah. So then the Spanish crew started uh, calling uh, Claudio the crazy director, mm-hmm. and he thought it was funny. He he thought that it was funny that they called him that. So I mean, it seems like also he might be uh, have a good sense of humor. Yeah. Well, yeah, but I mean, still chasing the guy around with a shotgun. It, I can see why they would call him the crazy director. Uh, oh, absolutely, yeah. So uh, I'm, I mean, he was shooting it in the air. He wasn't going to hit him. Yeah, but I mean, <laughs> here, like on other sets, I haven't heard of specific stories, but I still heard that he's very, uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? He's very sensitive, so he gets angry quickly, uh, and probably uh, it might be that also like you know what? I don't want to deal with that anymore, and I can't, you know, I can't blame yeah, him about that. That might be, yeah, but. Yeah. We'll never know unless one of them comes out and says something about it. Which probably will never happen at this point. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I'm sure. Uh, let's, get, let's get back to uh, Rotten Tomatoes. What do you think 
Rotten Tomatoes have? I mean, this movie is 1984, so you'd think there'd be more reviews on Rotten Tomatoes, right? Uh, yeah, maybe. Um, I can't, I can't speak to how popular I think this movie uh, is, uh, but I would yeah. say that it's probably not a high amount, and the um, uh, the reviews aren't great. All right, so you think they're what, – what's the critics' uh, score? Oh, the critics, very low. I would say in the uh, – like 23 to 32%. All right, so no, there's no critics' score <laughs> here. Um, the audience score, I, there are – according to this right now, as of this recording, there are 258 reviews hmm. by regular, normal people. Audience reviews are usually uh, a lot lower than the critics' reviews, or at least that's the way it seems to be on the uh, episodes we've done here. Uh, so I'm, I'm going to say it's 17 to 25 percent. Pretty close, 22 percent for my dog. There actually there is one critics' review down there in the critics' review uh, section, and uh, this guy did not like it. And if this is correct, that was put mm-hmm. up at the beginning of October of this year. So there we are. Yeah, we are that. Yeah, uh, you know they like to do that. Claudio Fergasso's monster dog will most likely fail to tickle the fancies of those seeking laughs from this unintentional comedy. Mm. Wow. I think it was very funny. I'm not sure that dude watched it. Um, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so he he they slowly are unraveling the uh, mystery of the dogs, and uh, there is a section there that they think his father was and why he was killed because they thought his father was controlling the dogs. Is that right? Right. That his dogs that went well uh, that his father was a do- turned into a dog and then controlled the other dogs as he after he turned into the dogs. So they think that Vince is going to take that over and become the lord of the dog. Alright, so uh, the original title was going to be lord of the dogs and is that lady's premonitions that uh, Vince is going to be the Lord of the Dogs and turn into a dog? Or well, the only pre- they show her premonition, and it's only that she he goes around and that he's killed them all. They don't. She has no. But there's that. They they think his dad was the original monster dog, and that he controlled the dog. But there's this old man character who comes out of the woods when they first arrive. Uh, whose shirt's all ripped up and he's covered in blood. And yeah. I, I kind of got the feeling that he was the monster dog. And he was trying to pass over his monster dogdom to Alice Cooper. Yeah. Well, that's what I thought, too. So they, they killed the wrong guy way back then, right? Right, right. That's, that was my, my indication, what I thought. But The other thing that's kind of fun in this is uh, there's like this uh, posse that shows up that looks like um, Claudio pulled them straight out of a spaghetti western <laughs> and put them on his set and said, "You're yeah. gonna hunt this. You're gonna hunt Alice Cooper, and Alice mm-hmm. Cooper's gonna hunt you." <laughs> yeah, uh, I like that scene. I like the scene where because uh, at first they capture he captures they capture his friend because he's not with them because he went out to get uh, the Spike It girl and bring her back. But when he yeah. brings her back, he runs off and they chase him and he they, they get in kind of a shootout. 
because uh, he has a shotgun. Because he brought a shotgun with him. <laughs> yeah. Which, you know, in, in hindsight, it was a good idea. He, he yeah, it was a good idea. He did. But I think he protected wild dogs. Yeah, because he knew about the wild dogs. Yeah. Uh, but they had a nice shootout. I think that was, I thought that was a good, cool scene because he blows one of their heads, off, the top of their heads off. And that's a cool makeup effect. That was a cool scene. There, there was a lot of uh, cool stuff in there like that. Uh, mm-hmm. Like I said, once once they get into the night and start shooting the music video, the the lighting is awesome. The atmosphere in that movie is awesome. It looks yeah. Well, the whole look of that section of the movie is really nice. Hmm. I I agree. I thought the the look of the film was uh, very good. Uh, again, the lighting is sloppy. The lighting is where the the failure of uh, the movies are for uh, Claudio Fragasso that. He, they they had these big great big holes and I'm more like okay if you fill these holes in with some story or something like that they might be they might be good uh, but- yeah yeah I mean that's that's the other problem is that uh, there's also this bit in the original version of the movie that old man explains that he was transformed into a werewolf twenty years earlier by Vince's father. Mm-hmm. He's been patiently waiting to pass the curse to Vince, right? So, but they redubbed it and changed it and shortened it and moved it around mm-hmm. and made it less coherent. Like, okay, right. all right. I mean, so, so I mean, I just, I just wonder: is there a Claudio Fragasso movie out there that hasn't been touched by the producers, mm-hmm. hasn't been moved, hasn't been changed, so we can kind of see? Is it really Claudio that leaves the holes there? And he's just like, I don't really care. They'll figure it out. Yeah. Or is it because the producers keep moving everything around? And right. you know what? I have a bad feeling we might find out. Oh. Troll not touched by anybody. And uh, that's all his fault. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, for, there's a movie, a documentary out called Best Worst Movie Ever. Yes, which is I've about seen that. Well, which is about Troll yep. 2. And if, if you watch it, you can see that Claudio, if you try to talk to him about his films and you don't talk about them in glowing fashion, he gets really, yep. really protective and really, really angry. And it's like, no, no, yep. I'm not saying you, you made a bad movie. I'm just saying what, what's with this part of the movie. But once you do that, he set off. Yeah. And he goes super defensive. Uh, yeah. So I, I, I think it would be hard to ask him these questions because – He'd be so afraid to set him off going, you know, on a certain thing. Well, yeah, it's – yeah, I, I agree with you. Uh, that's why I, I'm wondering, uh, is there a movie that's not touched by anybody? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That we could – and that seems like that would be the only way we could ever uh, find out. Right. I mean – What the deal is with the movies. This this movie – I think the last time I, I – I've never – when we watched it the other night, it was the first time where I sat down and I watched it from beginning to end. I've yes. seen like little cuts of it here and there. Uh, Comet, which is a uh, the local sci-fi horror channel, uh, yeah. they used to show it all the time. Monster Dog, uh, they show some really uh, grade A crap on that show. So, uh, you know, on that channel, so I like that channel. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> that it's just such a, such a weird movie. Because for one, Alice Cooper is in it. Alice Cooper makes it a little bit more odd. Because that's probably the biggest star that's ever been a Claudio Fragasso movie. 
You're probably uh, right. Uh, and, you know, because, you know, most of these movies are made in Italy or Spain, as you just uh, said that it was made with the Spanish crew, but usually it's by Italian producers and stuff like that. Um, but I, I I wonder what would happen if he, Claudio made a movie that he didn't have a, a hand in writing. And see what uh, would happen. Yeah. Yeah. Because I do know that a lot of his movies, his wife helped him write. Uh, I can't remember her name. Drudy, Rosella Drudy, I think her name is. Uh, but she doesn't seem to be that critical writer either. Uh, but she's always uncredited. She never gets credit for writing the script with him. But her blessing. <laughs> yeah, it might be. It might be. All right. Uh, final thoughts on Monster Dog? I mean, I, I would watch it. Like I said, I think it's his best movie, his most well-made movie. It's probably not his best story. I mean, I I think some of the things he made of Bruno are probably like a little bit better uh, story-wise. But um, I think it's an all right movie. I thought it was fun. I thought I had a good time watching it. What about you? Yeah, I agree. Uh, check it out. There is a semi-werewolf transformation scene in it. I mean, it's a little... It's, it's yeah. no, none of the other transformation scenes, but it's it's kind of interesting. Right. Um, it's, it's It's got a really nice look to it. It's creepy. It's uh, it's fun to see Alice Cooper speak with somebody else's voice, I guess. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. Uh, you know. <laughs> I uh, do not regret having watched that. So I would I uh, tell people to check it out. Check it out. All right. And uh, we are coming up on Halloween. So uh, we'll talk to you next time.